It's Thursday. You know what time it is. Time for the hottest new wrestling podcast on the planet. Beyond the Barricade with your hosts, Dollar Bill, The Cleaner, and The Brain. Let's get started. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a very special guest with us tonight. The one, the only, Jersey All-Pro Hall of Famer, Magic. Welcome him to the show, please. Thank you, thank you, thank you. How are you, everybody doing today? <laughs> great, doing we're doing good, great. Doing good. Staying Long dry. Show. <laughs> Long time no see, brother. How you been? I'm yeah. all right, man. We know Bill been all right, the brain. <laughs> Weed, man. <laughs> I don't sleep, do we? No. <laughs> well, sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. <laughs> man, you never sleep. He'd be texting me like 3, 4 o'clock in the morning, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I'm like, wow, this guy don't sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'll get the same thing too, man. Yeah. Well, sometimes my know, messages get delayed. You know what? You got to say he's very, very into this. He definitely yeah, wants right. to get it done. So oh, I got to yeah. give him a hand on that one, you know? Indeed. We, we are having a blast yeah. doing this, brother. Mm-hmm. Yes, and uh, we're finally happy to have you on. Yeah, it's a pleasure, man. Thank you very much. I really don't do too much interviews, but, you know, I'm starting to get into it, you know? Uh, we I appreciate young, you I, doing it for us, brother. When I was young. I used to run away from these guys. From these guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I noticed you never really did anything backstage. Nah, I'm always running. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're running the shows. Yeah. Something I wish I'd never thought it, but, it, you know, it's it's fun at one point, and sometimes it's like a pain in the butt, you know? So, Speaking saying, which, you just ran a show last night, didn't you? Yeah, I was around. You know, I'm not too much. I do my own thing now. I'm part of Titans Enterprise. We're one of the companies, you know, uh, from Titans Enterprise. But, you know, Funhouse is still his own thing, you know? I did something different that nobody else wants to do no more. I wanted to give back to the community. Mm. You know, my company is more for like uh, people can't see wrestling, you know, kids that don't see wrestling. And we try to do a community thing. You know, we're trying to get the police department involved, the fire department, parks, definite, and the uh, sanitation where we're not just telling you about everything. We're, we're trying to educate kids as well. Because a lot of poor kids, a lot of kids are in in the poor areas, don't get the education as much as that, you know, they should, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we have, uh, uh, we're working with re- uh, Wrestling Recovery. They they handle the people with drugs and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know, where to go, alcohol and everything. So they work with, we're trying to make everybody work together, you know, where they can get programs and, and you know, the police department has PALs. You know, we got to get these kids to stop being scared of cops. You know, not all cops are good. So I'm not going to sit there and say the cops are the best thing. No, not all of them good. But, you know, you got to know what to do and how to handle the spot you're in. Exactly. After, you know. Oh, right on. Agreed. Exactly. Agreed. Especially with with today's, uh, the way cops are shown on social media and everybody just seems like they've always been painted as a bad light. Right. You know, like I said, not all of them are great, but there are some real good cops out there. You know, we'll work with the community and stuff like that. You know, you know, you got to understand everybody has a bad day, but a police officer probably have a higher standard, you know, and 
you know, is you're a human being. That's all I can say. They're human beings too, but some of them got to know how to hold their standards more higher. Mm-hmm. Agree. Exactly. Oh yeah. You mentioned also that you didn't think you'd be doing like running running shows because I remember seeing you always, you know, being the wrestler. But how did you end up being like the one running everything? Well, it started one day I was working. I said, you know, I see a lot of wrestling companies, you know, it's all about money. Yeah, everybody wants to get money, money, money. But a lot of kids can't afford wrestling. You know, I did my time. I travel and stuff. And I'm like, let's give back. You know, I, I, I trained in Jersey All-Pro School. We were the first company ever, ever in this world, charge people $10 to work out. We wasn't no, give me a $1,000 down payment or none of that. We didn't do that. I said, yo, I did all to Fat Frank. And Frank was like really against it at first. I said, Frank, man, but you can get more students out of this place when you charge $10 because it's a lot of people want to be wrestlers, can't afford to be wrestlers. So we opened a school, New Jersey All-Pro Wrestling in Bayonne, and we charged $5, I mean $10. And then when the ones that didn't have the money, we made them sweep, help down, break down the ring and everything at the bingo hall. So, you know, they earned, they, they earned their money, you know? That's Me, fantastic. I lived yeah. off, I lived a friend off, of mine I lived... actually went through the school for a little while, but uh, I think he got hurt and couldn't continue. So, Man. at the Jersey All Pro School, yeah, at Charity oh. Hall. Oh man, do I know? Uh, probably not. It's, I haven't seen him in over twenty years. But you know what? I'm telling you right now, I'm kicking myself because I didn't go through it. Yeah, you know, look, man, it's just, you could still be a wrestler, man. It's no age on wrestling. A lot of oh, people I know. But you know, you if you're you're young at heart. And you like to take the bumps and you don't mind, then you learn how to wrestle. You know, you don't have to be that guy to climb the top rope and do backflips and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. You could be a solid wrestler. It's more about entertaining. And that's what I'm about. I'm an entertainer now, man. I'm not all about that, man. There's different. There's wrestlers. Everybody could be a wrestler and there's entertainers. And I'm yeah. like Jericho. I'm an entertainer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I probably would have gone more along the lines of a referee. You still can be a ref. Yeah, I know. It's just it's a matter of getting the time and the and being able to get to the shows, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true, you know. It takes a lot of time to put in it, you know. But you have fun, man. If you like to have the crowd, that's what you do, man. You know, yeah. I love to get the crowd. They hate me or love me, man, you know. <laughs> and lately, I've been trying to be a bad guy, and it just don't work out. <laughs> no, it doesn't work out, dude. And you, are fu- ne- you do not have a heel bone in your body, except in your heels. It's funny though because that's that's what I hear from other wrestlers saying that being a heel is easy. You're probably the, you're the first one I've heard that saying being a heel is not easy. It's not because I can't get the crowd to boo me. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be yeah, honest, I love with that. You, to be honest with you, Magic. We've all watched you for over twenty years, and we can't see it. Like, oh, I God. know I can't. No, I yeah, can't. I this guy sucks, man. <laughs> <laughs> this is just, you're, you're not heel material. It. It's like, why he got boots on? Because <laughs> <laughs> I remember at uh, my first, uh, no, I think it was like my second Jersey All-Pro show I re- uh, attended. I got to help out. And you were one of the first guys to come up to me, welcome me in, you know, treat me like we know each other for 20 years. And I remember afterwards, I went with some friends to the diner and you came in, show me some love. And that's what I always appreciate the good things about you, man. 
Thank you, thank you, man. That's how we both be. We both be friends and family, man. Brothers, man. We're all in this business with each other, man. You both be for family. You know what I mean? I yeah. I don't turn people down. You know, I really don't think anybody. You know, a lot of guys say they suck. There's a lot of bad wrestlers out there, but. You know, me to go there and tell you you really suck, that's not making me no better. The best thing I can tell wrestlers to do is try to teach them a little bit more of their craft. Like, hey, dude, this might work out better for you doing this way or that way. You know, <laughs> uh, I never want to tell somebody, you suck, get out of my ring. I would not do that. Yeah. Yeah, that I seems to be a comic thing. You know, you got to appreciate the guy who sweeps the, the, the arena after you leave, you know? You got to appreciate those guys. I shake everybody's hand, man, because I oh, love yeah. everybody, man. That's who I am, yeah, that's, bro. That's one thing I always yeah. noticed with you at Jersey All-Pro. You were always out there saying hello to the crowd, and even during the matches, you were out there talking to people. Yeah, you know. I'm like, <laughs> and that's what made people want to come back, the personalities that were in Jersey All-Pro. Yeah, you know, I'm not the best wrestler in the world. I never will be, but... But there, there are some better wrestlers than I do. But, you know, I, I'm a different person, man. This is why I brought them Funhouse, because of politics, man. I hate politics in wrestling, man. Mm. You know, uh, it's a lot of them, like, companies hate each other and stuff like that. I'm not like that, man. I get along with everybody, you know? Yeah. And, that's, and I felt that a lot of kids can't afford to see wrestling. We go right back to what I'm saying. A lot of kids can't afford to see wrestling live. They see it on TV. So I felt that let's bring the fun house. Let's get these shows going on. You know, I had to start off charging, you know, I was with Titans and I'm still with Titans, but we had to charge people because I rent the building mm -hmm. and you got to pay everybody and, you know, to get myself off the feet, I can start. This. So uh, the little bit of money we got back, I, I put into the ring you know, uh, we're starting to buy everything new. You know, I had to buy belts, you know, stuff like yeah. that. So everything mm -hmm. I got right back into the company. You know, nice. I don't go home with nothing in my pocket. You know, I'm usually losing more than I make. But yeah, it's I want to get to that pro program when I can go out there and do shows in in neighborhoods that kids never seen wrestling before live. You know, people can't afford thirty dollar tickets, man. Especially yeah. times like. Yeah, exactly. Inflation. And then, you know, I like I tell everybody, I wish I can pay every worker two, three hundred dollars a show. I wish I can do that. But I can't. I can't even afford to can't afford to pay myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you know, I trying to give back, you know, and the people who come with me in the front house are the ones that are helping me. Yep. Yeah. You know, yeah. I try to make sure their envelopes are packed. You know, before I do a show, I make sure their envelopes are, are ready. You know, I tell them what they get in and they agree with it. I understand. If they can't, I understand. You know, times are hard, especially when gas is going up. Bridges oh, hell are, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's not cheap no more, you know. Mm -mm. And I see why these promotion, promotions are doing $30, $40 now. And you, before you know, you'll be buying tickets for 50 bucks for an indie show, you know. Yeah. yeah. It's almost there. Just is getting there now. Yeah. You know. So my company is giving out as a, we're doing a summer program. That's what I can say. We're like a summer program. Whoever comes to my shows, uh, I try to feed them, pay them, and let them have fun. You know, I let them be free. You know, mm -hmm. I don't put no restrictions on them that much. You know, I need what I need to be done. And basically I tell them what I need to get done. And basically everybody agrees with me, you know, and you know, we work out things. If you have something to get, you didn't like me. This is something you wanted to do different. What I want to say, 
I'll turn around and help you out. I was like, all right, let's see what your ideal. Your ideal may be better than my ideal. So I work with my workers. Mm-hmm. That's that's what you got to do. You, you got to be open to other ideas. Yes. Mm-hmm. So. One yes. thing I wanted to ask, um, yeah. how is, how does your experience from, you know, working independent for the past 20 years, how does that help you run your company now? Well, I learned a lot from, uh, uh, you could say NWA in New York. When I mm-hmm. started wrestling with NWA, I finally got the hands on the gear. They they helped let me be an agent, helped me book, help let me book some shows. Uh, they showed me the background. That was Rick O'Brien uh, from NWA Staten Island. And then I got to mm-hmm. uh, Jersey when I did Jersey All Pro training and stuff. I got to watch the production. You know, mm-hmm. I got my little two cents in because I ran the student shows. Mm-hmm. then they took over from there because the student shows were making more more people <laughs> more people was coming to the student shows than they was going to the regular shows you know wow. nice away from me you know and you know they frank saw something else you know the other head people of jersey all pro at that time uh felt that yeah all right we're going to take over magic you know and you stay in the training facility, and that's what I did. I trained and I wrestled. But, you know, I was more a better trainer than I was a wrestler. That's mm-hmm. the way I see it. Yeah. See, the, the old saying goes, those who can do, those who can't teach. But the thing is, you can do and you can teach. I appreciate it. You know, it's guys like y'all keep me going. <laughs> yeah. I, have a, I have a question. Uh can we go into can you go into a little bit about your training? Like how do you how do you train your you know how do you train your students? My training, I, I you know, I when I train, I, I try to be your friend first, you know, make you feel comfortable. I don't mm-hmm. put pressure on you. You know, uh, a lot of guys can't do some guys could bump the first day, some guys will take several weeks to learn how to get the bump so you have to have patience with them you know you don't turn them down you don't call them all kinds of things you work with them and always work with them mm-hmm. and you know um and when they make it the whole school got to be part of it you know what i'm saying Found you make this big bump i'm not the only one cheering you on the whole class got to cheer you on we got to back each other up that's the difference you know i don't play eagles Mm, I'm better nice. than you. I'm better than that because nobody's better than anybody. If I don't have an eagle, then you can't have an eagle in my class. <laughs> yeah, I love that. And that's how I, I do a little different. You know, I didn't tell everybody to run around the track a thousand fucking times and all that shit. I didn't do none of that. If you want to do all that running, you go. You go to the gym. Go work yeah. out in the gym. You know, it was a lot of gyms out yeah, there. Yeah. Oh yeah. My training was basically in the ring. You did a lot of running, crisscrossing, drop downs, or that's all you're running, all your training. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I made them do handstands, hip tosses, everybody hip toss. If you got 40 students, imagine hip tossing 40 students in a row. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That, that's, a, that's plenty of a workout. <laughs> you know, that was my workout at that time. You know, Jersey Pro had a good main base, you know, uh, fans, trainers at school. We had. Jersey All Pro, I counted 400 students and maybe 30 of them stayed. Wow. Wow. You know, we had students coming in left and right and right and left, and it just didn't hit. They couldn't make it. They felt that they didn't make it. I wish I kept them all. 
You know, I, I begged them. I called them. You know, I got in touch with them. I still stay in touch with some of the guys, you know? Mm-hmm. That's cool. You know? no, that's great. Because I don't feel them just as my students. I feel as they're my family. And that's how I treat everybody, family and friends, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So you've had you've had a, a an illustrious career, title wise. I had, I had a lot. You've had, uh, a, you've had a good amount of titles over the over your career. Yeah, you know, uh, shoot, I, I've had a few titles. You know, I wish I had many titles like Steve Mack had. He had like eighty one. Mack was a now, monster when it came to titles. Yeah. <laughs> And I've been wrestling longer than that kid. He got tired of being there. <laughs> Damn, I mean, titles. You sent, you sent me a list of some of your titles that you could remember. Yeah, I, and, I don't remember all, but I remember a lot of them. Yeah, you also said something about not being able to remember because of too many chair shots to the head. <laughs> yeah, memories, man. My memories are bad, bro. You know, um, uh, some people tell me stories. I'm not gonna lie. Some people tell me stories I did and I don't remember. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, a lot of people walk up to me and say, "Yo, you helped train me in Jersey All Pro," and I'm like, "I did." You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, when you saw over 400 students, sometimes you don't remember all of them. You know, and, and a lot of them, like uh, Mike Quest, I mm-hmm. love messing with this guy. I <laughs> oh, he, I he's fun to mess with. I think I got. I think I might got his name right because he worked for H. Uh, he's an H. Two O. I think trainer, one of the trainers there. Oh, wow. oh, I works with, yeah. oh, he works with Bulldozer. Yeah, he's Matt one Tremont. of the right there, but like Tremont. Yeah, uh, I tease him all the time. I said I don't remember you. I remember him, but I just <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't go to Jersey All Pro because he teamed up with Eric Crovis that we used to call Roach. Yeah. Today. Oh. Yeah, that was they was the uh, Garden State Jersey, God, the Jersey team. State Gods. That was his tag team partner, and yeah. I used to tell him, you never fear. Yeah, I used to tell him you never trained in my school. You know his partner. I was like, I don't know you, man. You didn't train by me. <laughs> you know, I, how's, I how's Mike doing? Me. By the way, I haven't seen him in a long time. What I'm hearing, he's doing really good. He's training away uh, at G2O. That's the last time I heard about him about a couple of months ago. Mm. Uh, could have been a year ago. I remember because one to uh, my school, and they said, uh, you know, a lot of school, a lot of teachers are like that. Uh, don't, uh, I don't want you to go train somewhere else. I want you to train here. You know, not over there and over there. And I respect that. You know what I'm saying? A lot of teachers want you to learn from them. Mm. You know, I used to tell my students, go learn from anybody you can. I used to send them down to Mike Cracker Bush, you know. I didn't have Ooh. no heat. Oh, yeah, Jakara. Yeah, I used to send them all down there. I didn't have no problems with them going there, you know. Hey, man, you learn something different. Everybody learns different. Everybody teaches different, but it's all the same. It comes down to ice cream. Ice cream is ice cream, different flavors. <laughs> exactly. And so, styles. You know, everybody got different styles, different ways, you know. I'm a rugged old school wrestler you know i've been trained by older guys uh i started with a guy um i probably don't know named pete mckay okay and before pete mckay i was training with these two cousins called james they both named was james one Mm -hmm. lived in queens and one lived in the bronx and i think they was trained they claimed they were trained by uh uh what you call them in uh up in connecticut uh 
can't remember him with the uh wow he he trained triple h oh uh kill kowalski kowalski they claimed that they were trained by killer kowalski now here i am 16 years old at that time 15 16 years old so i don't know but uh we used to have a a a place in queens and this guy had a big yard with from far rockaway in queens Far Rockaway Boulevard in Queens, and uh, they built a, a ring, beautiful mm-hmm. ring. Or they built a ring in their backyard, and they used to charge people a dollar, I think it was, or 50 cents at that time. They get in, and we used to get paid by eating. <laughs> so, hey, man, they used to cook the best, oh, the best corn of the carb I ever had, man. I still can <laughs> taste that now, man. And ribs, oh, that was my favorite go-to place. I didn't care about that chicken. <laughs> they, really good. they had some thick ribs, man. I don't know where their parents got it from, but it was good. And then we went to the Bronx. We did a show on 151st Street in the park. They built the ring up there, rent a ring or something. And that's, you know. And then uh, I ran into this guy named Pedro. He used to own the Puerto Rico Arena. Mm-hmm. The Puerto Rico Arena, that's where all the homicide and all us met up at. Uh, it was a place in Brooklyn. Okay. Uh, I from there I went to Pete McKay, and then I learned from Bob Bobby the Bull Eagle or something like that. And uh, he was called Tiger Mask at one time, and mm-hmm. I was at Gleason's gym. And then I went to in my shop, and that's where I really got my skills from. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. Was he wearing Was he wearing the arm brace when he was so teaching I, you? I had no arm brace. <laughs> how many times yeah. did he club you with that one <laughs> oh, he clubbed me a few times you know uh i became iron my shops uh how you say pet mm. uh, <laughs> his pet project yeah you know i stopped wrestling when i got to iron my shop i didn't wrestle no more i just stopped to learn more you know and that's when i met the uh mike terrace bobby who um uh, 911 uh, who else was there? Uh, Steve, Steve, uh, what you call him from? Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Steve McCree. Uh, can't remember his name. He worked for ECW. Carino. Steve Carino. Steve Carino. All those Carino, guys. yeah. Um, they all were great, man. These are great guys, man. Uh, you know, plus being part of NWA at that time, I became the NWA New York guy. And uh, I became a champion there, and uh, I met a lot of people. You know, we travel a lot. I got to see the world because I am my shop. Yeah, yeah. and um, I was looking up your uh, your cage match profile, and yeah, that's who's listed as your trainer, Mike Sharp. Yeah, I am my shop. You know, a lot of people don't know I've been wrestling for years before I met I am my shop. Yeah. But the whole idea, I learned how to be a better wrestler with I in my shop. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody used me as a 300-pound, 400-pound guy to beat up on, you know, make their kids look good, you know? or yeah. so I had, had no idea of psychology about wrestling. I just go in there, throw my fatness around, and they beat me up. <laughs> so, <laughs> exactly Best job ever. You know, it was like a good job, but it wasn't nothing coming out of it, you know? It was no fame coming out of it, nothing. I used to call myself ha- Samson. Cause I thought I was like this next Hercules, you know. Then I, <laughs> I used to call myself American American Eagle, you know. Until <laughs> one day, I just I remember getting hit by an ice cream truck called Magic. And a lot of people used to call me Magic or Bear. So I mm-hmm. said, you know what? 
Who's that name? Magic. I started using Magic more when I got time in my shop. And yeah. it started, you know, from and there. It just stuck with you. It just stuck. Yeah, you know, I got out of the jeans and, you know. It's a Shaolin yeah, outfit. Yeah. yeah, you know, you know. I just started getting out of the jeans and stuff. Then I started wearing the mask, and you know, I thought I was a, a, a demon from hell and all that. <laughs> I find myself as magic, you know. I wanted the doubles bats or something. That's how I thought it was going to work out, and it did. I was like, "This is getting stupid." <laughs> <laughs> but, so, but then how did? But how? I love the way you said about how you came up with how magic just stuck with you because you got hit by an ice cream truck, literally. But uh, how did you develop the character after that, though? You know, the outfits and everything. Like, you know, how did you... You want to know the truth? Mm -hmm. You know, the video game was coming out called Model Combat. Mm -hmm. And I loved the outfit. I was like, this is cool. And it could hide my little pecker. You know? (laughs) (laughs) I said, yo, this fight is hot. And nobody in wrestling was wearing this. Yeah, yeah, that's true. The women were wearing flaps, you know, like that time. And I said, you know what? This would be awesome. So we came up and um, actually Frank and them helped us out because they wanted us to be the sheep or something like that. And I was like, this is stupid. And I'm I'm from Staten Island. You know, Wu-Tang came out with the Charlotte thing. So I said, let's put it all together. And, you know, I'm like, yo, all right, we got Model Comeback. I walked up to Suba. I said, yo, dude, we got to wear this, man, because I'm not being nobody sheep burgers or murder sheep burgers. Frank had some stupid thing. <laughs> and he wanted us to come out with the, he wanted us to come out with the insane posse thing, voodoo something. And, and it really didn't start with Suba. It started with me, Lathan, and Caracho. Mm-hmm. Like the hedgehunters type of thing, but he wanted us to be the voodoo something. Yeah, it didn't work out because um, Lathan and Cavacho hit it off really better. Me, I was like the third wheel. I was more into training with mm. the kids at that time. You know, Charlie Haas and him. I was like a recruiter. I seen him. I got him. Steve Mack. I brought in. You know, stuff like that. Uh, Loki, Moth. You know, I helped train Moth. You know, lethal. Uh, Lethal, you know, you know more guys than I do. <laughs> <laughs> they can't here's, here's, here's a 63 <laughs> separation point for you. Mickey Sanchez. You ready, you ready for this one? I, I used to work as a security guard at a frozen food warehouse for ShopRite out in Sea Caucus, across from the old I, outlet center. Okay. Moff's brother, Ramon, was my supervisor. Really? Yep. I got one even. I, I ran into I ran into Ramon at the at a show one time, and I'm like, "Dude, I haven't seen you in years." He's like, "Yeah, I'm here to see my brother wrestle." And I'm like, "Who's your brother?" Moff. I'm like, "Are you shitting me?" <laughs> <laughs> I got one even better. Apparently, I I didn't find this out until like a couple of years ago. Moff is best friends with my first cousin. Really? Yeah, yeah. How small the world is. Very yeah, really. Small. Very small. One of my top students, man. Yeah, he, he has been doing very well for himself. Yeah, man, he looked like he ripped trees out of the out of the ground, man. Big as he is now. <laughs> yeah, I remember, I remember seeing. Guy, remember that little skinny Puerto Rican guy? Now look at him. Him and Steve Mack are monsters. Yeah. yeah. I love yeah. how right now he's teaming with Sean Donovan. 
Yes. They are doing some serious damage. Well, lately he's been uh, solo now. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think up and beyond. Yeah, he's been solo lately. I don't know if he's still teaming up with him, but I know Moth been doing a lot of solo things. I, I still see him and, and Donovan teaming up every once in a while. Okay. All right, because, yeah. you know, I I just see Marv once in the blue moon. I see him at Pro Wrestling Magic. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I was really happy for him right before the pandemic. He was getting some more dates with Ring of Honor. I was yes. so happy for him. He's getting signed for it, and then Ring of Honor went a different way now. They with this guy, you know. Yeah, with Tony. Yeah, it would be nice if they bring him back, you know. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, it would be. Definitely, he did, he did pretty good with the uh NEW, I think it is the travels around. Oh, Northeast, champion. yeah, he was a champion there for them, you know. You mm-hmm. know, uh, his partner Steve is doing pretty good. He's um, he's actually one of the uh producers in Titans Championship Wrestling, like, mm-hmm. like what bosses they write some of the storylines and stuff like that. And plus, he's a tag team champion, you know. Uh, He's very good bring, you know, these guys are very good when it comes to training and, and you know, they're the new generation, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. Uh, yeah. I, Steve is doing really good as well, you know, Steve. Uh, so uh, a lot of them, even Steve off, owns Pro Wrestling Magic, another of my students that runs, becomes my boss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> become my boss, you know? The student oh, becomes the teacher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or the student becomes the master. Yes. Well, we had a match. He beat me, Steve. Well, <laughs> <laughs> then everybody, you shouldn't have taught him everything you knew. Everybody beats me now. You know, I won one <laughs> match and I'm so happy now. I've been on a losing streak for a while now and I won one match, you know. <laughs> it means you're doing a good job, though, you know. I, I, I you know, I'm having fun and why I can, you know. Uh, like I said, uh, next year I'll be 60. I don't know if y'all know, but I'll be 60 next year. Because I'm turning 59 this year and on May 30th, and I'll be 60 next year. And it's, I think it's time for me to hang up my boots because it's more for a young man. You know, I don't want to take mm-hmm. nobody really talent and I'm in their way. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's time to pass the buck down. You know, like a young oh, man yeah. like you, man, you should be in there getting that getting that groove on, man. <laughs> you I'll, be t- I'll be honest with you. Um, you know, I worked as the medic for Jersey All Pro. I worked for GCW and ICW, right. and I took a couple of bumps uh, during those times. I took a few. Uh, one match was a Matt Tremont match. The gimmick, he got cut. I bandaged him up and tried to keep him from going back. He picked yeah. me up and slammed me onto one of those heavy oak cafeteria tables. Ooh. And then Ooh. another show right at the beginning of the pandemic for ICW, down in Atlantic City. Yeah. Casanova Valentine pushed me. We were on a dirt parking lot, but the ring was on the asphalt. He pushed right. me. I was supposed to land on the dirt. My body did. My head didn't. My head oh. bounced off the concrete. Ouch. Thanks yeah. for days. <laughs> and I played them both off perfectly. No, you didn't play it off. You were really hurt. I was, I, was, I was hurt. Oh, I was hurt. Sold a little too good. That concrete one hurt. That concrete one hurt. Man up, man up. You know you was playing. Mm-hmm. You wasn't playing. Oh, you was really hurt. Oh, <laughs> I hit my head off. They're like, oh, you have been hurt. Magic. Before we sign off, um, I'd like to know if you'd be willing to do a quick little 
promo for our for our podcast? No. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think so because you don't do promos to begin with. I do promos. I I like doing promos, but sometimes you gotta be on this. I like to do promos where I can get it right right away. So if you like, somebody gotta kick something to me where I can go right after it. You know, like mm-hmm. like you were talking about your broadcast, and I'm like, okay, now I got something to talk to you about. You know, yeah, I can win. It's you know, I like to do promos nice, and I like to make it funny. <laughs> All right, no sounds doubt. good. Thank you so much. But I think y'all got so far. I'm having a good time, man. Usually I'll be in the corner, and be like, "Oh my god, they asking me too many crazy questions." I don't know. <laughs> I'm having fun with you guys. Thank so you. I appreciate. It. Well, well, Thank we've you. all known each other for twenty some odd years, so you know, so and, it's it's just like a normal conversation between everybody. Yeah, mm-hmm. but guys, I'm telling you, my body's over with this, man. I've been doing this <laughs> over forty something years, man. Mm-hmm. It's time for a new generation to move in. Oh. But wrestling changed through the years, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right, Magic, I got to cut you off because this thing is going to end in about a minute, less than a minute. I, but I want to thank you for coming on the show. It's a pleasure seeing you again. I appreciate it. Right. But you guys, I'm telling you, man, y'all got the best promo. Y'all got the best podcast. You make everybody feel comfortable. Keep it going, man. So since we got uh, a little more time, anything else you want to discuss, talk about? What you, what you got going on for the rest of the? Well, like I said, we're working with the um, we're trying to work with the community, like uh, different areas in Jersey. You know, I would love to come to New York, but it's the problem with New York. The the commissioner will not budge. You know, I'm trying to tell them the same thing. We're trying to get the community together, and the New York State Commissioner, Athletic Commission, will not budge for me. They want me to get a they definitely want me to get a license and stuff. And I was like, dude, but it's not making no money. Well, I'm not making a dime. Mm-hmm. They just want to hear it. They want us to pay the taxes. I don't mind getting a, the uh, doctor. I don't mind having the AMLAMPS there because that's part of the program. The police department be there. But they will not budge. And I don't want to do something without being right. You know what I'm saying? I want to make sure everything's correct, you know? Like they say, Dachi... Dot your I's and cross your T's, you know, and definitely I want to do that. But New York will not budge. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah, they're, they're very strict when it comes to things. They will not budge. Wow. So you said you run in uh, New Jersey. Uh, where specifically in New Jersey do you run? Well, we're looking at Amboy. We're looking at uh, J- uh, Jersey City. We're looking mm-hmm. at, uh, we're looking to run, well, we're looking to run our programs. So far, I think it's Perth Amboy. I think I'm saying it wrong because I'm not a Jersey guy. Perth Amboy. Yeah. Perth. We got it. That's the first one we're going after right now. We're working details with the fire, I mean, with the uh, police department and the parks department. They're on board when we hear it. But we just got to have a certain date and everything. And once I show that, that we're doing it, and maybe other areas will come in and help us as well with the program. I show something first that we can keep going and then maybe we'll get sponsors where I can pay the guys to wrestle. You know, I don't want nobody to work for free. You know, that's, mm-hmm. that's, you know, I don't care if I get a dime or not. Cause I really don't care. I'm just giving it back. And that's what I want. I want these people to understand. Like I was saying at the beginning, you know, we got to get everybody on one page. 
When mm-hmm. everybody's on one page, maybe we can get sponsors to pay the workers, not me, but make sure the workers get paid. You know, they got money, you know, mm-hmm. feed them as well. You know, we want to make it big, bigger than life, you know, and I just don't want to do New York. I want to do Philadelphia. I want to go. I want to go to these places that is poor, rundown areas. You know, mm-hmm. I got and there's decent people there. It's really decent. A lot of decent people, hardworking people. But, you know, when you got to live where you got to live, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And yeah, I feel right. like. You know, I feel that, you know, a lot of these kids can't do nothing. They stay in the house because they're scared to go out, you know, with drugs and stuff and stuff like that, you know, crime in the neighborhoods and stuff. Here we're coming and lighten things up, you know. So that's what I'm looking at, to Mm -hmm. uh, show kids that never seen wrestling live. They can see it live. They can see what's going on, you know, and all the communities are working together, you know. Like I said, I don't want kids to be scared of the police department at all, you know. Uh, I'm not going to say every cop is great. Like I said, again, not every cop is good, you know. Mm-hmm. Some got that ego problem. Yeah. Yeah. Very weird. As some, as some people put it, bullies with a badge. Yeah, exactly. That's the best way to put it. And, you know, I like to give everybody a chance to wrestle, too, you know, Uh a lot of these guys that wrestle, it's very entertaining, but people don't think they're good enough. For me, I think everybody's good enough. Once you can get in, put boots on and get in that ring and, and show uh, as much as you can, then you work with them. You know, I don't expect everybody in my company to go out there and do backflips and so on and so on, but I expect you to do a little entertaining. And a lot of the people I work with is very good at entertaining. You know, I like a clean locker room. I like to have fun. I don't like egos. I don't expect any, you know, this group and on this side, that group on that side. I want to, everybody's a group, you know, mm-hmm. I show everybody respect. Like I said, I walk in the locker room. I talk to everybody. Mm-hmm. I don't care about your posse, you know, you yeah. know? <laughs> break that up, man. Cause I, that's who I am. You know, mm-hmm. you know? respect. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of guys respect me. I never had a problem with any workers. I never had anybody saying, that to go fuck yourself or nothing. I never really had that. Excuse my language, but I never had nobody say that to me. If they did, they say it behind my back, you know. And like I said, you know, I'm not always the good guy. You know, I could do something wrong and you may be mad with me. I'd rather you come talk to me about it instead of stone fish, you know, or get yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. On the internet talking crap on each other. I don't do that. You know, I give everybody opportunities. Yeah. Much appreciated. There's too much of that shit talking yeah. going online. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, the- I don't do that, man. I don't do that. I have somebody talking crap about me that I helped them out in wrestling. But, you know, I don't respond to them. You know, I don't respond to them. You know, I helped you out because nobody else wanted you in the ring. Mm-hmm. And I felt that, hey, it will work out. I'll make it work out. And it did. And we had some fun, you know. He felt that I'm not his friend or something. I don't know. But I got to move on with that, you know what I'm saying? I don't yeah. just, I really don't keep grudges. If I see him, I'll still give him a hug. I still think he's my brother, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Family so, fight. Yeah. Let me ask you a question, Magic. Um, who are some of the favorite guys you've ever worked with over oh. the years? Oh, King Kong Bundy. Bam Bam Bigelow, uh, uh, what's uh Raven? Nice. Wow. Yeah, I wrestled Raven in New Jack City for his title. 
and I had a broken arm. Oh wow! With a cast on. <laughs> yeah, I did screw up on his uh, finisher, the DDT. He had to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you, know, you know what they say: sometimes once just isn't enough. Yeah. Uh, if you I don't, had, yo, I had the most fun, man. I wrestled against the Dudley brothers. Oh wow! I wrestled against Alex the Great, what's called uh Big uh, Doug, Big Dick Dougley. Oh, oh yes, yes. And he was mm-hmm. Alex the Great. A Train became Devon. Oh wow. Okay. Um I wrestled, you know, um Superfly Jimmy Snooker. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, wow. I think everybody wow. wrestled Jimmy Snooker. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually. <laughs> but um Tony Atlas. Nice. Uh, uh, I got in the ring with Pedro Morales. I got in. Oh uh, wow! Sweet. Uh, Johnny Rocco. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, New Jack a couple of times. I'm glad you, you know. survived those. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I enjoy wrestling with New Jack. You know, it was fun, but you know, I had my problems with New Jack too one time. You know. Um, he was a, a agent one time and he tried to break out with everybody's money. And I was like, you ain't leaving that door until I get my money. I don't care about anybody else. You gonna pay yeah. me. Yeah. Whoa. But you know, we've, we've been cool. You know, uh, we've been cool. Um, I wrestled just recently, um, about a couple months ago, the, the Samoan, uh, junior, um, what you call him? Uh, junior. Oh, uh, see, we uh, too many chair shots. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could wrestle yesterday and forgot your name already. Yeah, uh, he's in um um MFW or MLW. He runs, he runs uh he runs his own company called Battle Battle uh something Battle Arts, a uh, Battle something wrestling. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, to Samoan Junior something uh Samuel Jr. No, it's not Samuel. Uh, fuck Arthur Junior. Mm. Oh, just for this wrestling, Alpha Junior had a great job. I wrestled for Gino Garuso. Wrestled Gino Garuso. Nice. I wrestled. I had fun with. Uh, I wrestled another one. Uh, what the fuck? See, I can't get these names now. Now you got me on the spot now. <laughs> that's okay. If you that's can't remember, this way. that's fine. It's that's fun. the best part, though. Strong, the strong guy. Uh, uh Lex, Lex, uh, Lex Luger. Luger. Yeah, I wrestled Lex Luger. Wow. So Anvil, Hart. First time in Mass Square Garden, I was doing a dark match, and they were bringing Anvil back. And I, in my shop, they didn't have the guy to come in, so they needed somebody to go in the ring at the garden. And um, I, they was like, your name's going to be Morgan Andrews. Because my name's Andrew Morgan. So they mm-hmm. changed my name backwards. And they, uh, I wore these pair of tights with my big titty out. I never, I had these like Andre Giant type of. Yeah, type yeah, yeah. Of, yeah. My little wee wee hanging out, my balls all out. And I'm like, yo. <laughs> and to walk, to walk down Mass Square Garden, just to walk in that place and people looking at you and, you know, they're like, who the fuck is this guy? And yeah. you said in the ring, you know, you know, like, oh my God, never felt so naked in my damn life. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But that's got to be amazing, right? Walking down Madison Square you know, Garden. My heart was pumping like a million miles per hour just to do a five second spot. I, I got one hit 
and the rest was him. Oh, wow. I was so Watch happy. match extraordinaire. I was so happy it was over with. I ran in the back like a little girl, man. And, but I enjoyed it. But then again, I was scared as shit. You know? Oh, wow. Wow. You know, the next day, you thinking everybody in the world saw you, you know? Like, yeah, they know who I am. I'm jumping. Yeah, hey, yeah. Yeah, I'm the guy. Yeah, you know? And nobody <laughs> knew who the fuck I was. <laughs> 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 and, you know, I, and, and it's true. I in my shop has a habit of being the last one out the out of this out of mm. any area. He washes his trunks a thousand times before he does. The guy runs up and down the stairs, and I'm sitting there looking tired while watching him. And I mean, I in my shop works out. You know, something mm. we almost got there. We got there a little late, and they wasn't too happy about it. You know, you probably be there like two hours earlier, three hours early before the show yeah. starts. Yeah, right. We got there about maybe an hour, hour before the show start, and mm -hmm. uh, guy didn't show up. And I was lucky; I was the guy that they picked, and I had these. They gave me these fucking tights to put on because I didn't have no real wrestling gear. I'm a student. You yeah, know? I was expecting to be on, and that's when I in my shop told me he said, "You always carry your gear, no matter what." Always. And I'm like, okay, but I never expect to be on a garden show. I was just driving you there, you know, being with yeah. you to get there. Cause he had uh he had a rental car and he had to give one back. He had bought an, another rental car. I think it was called Budgets. Mm. Yeah, yeah. He he had a budget car and a wreck a wreck a rent, something called wreck a rent. I think it rent was wreck. Yeah, rent rent. oh god. So Got his rental rank from the guy. He had the budget car, so I had to drive the budget car to the budget and jump in his car, and we wound up going to the garden. From there, you know, um, wow. I and my shop treated a lot of the students good. They they all went to the garden. Some of them really got on TV, you know. Um, you know, a lot of them guys got good chances. You know, I was just lucky to get one time, and you know. I was like, I was the scariest thing in my life. But, you know, after that, you know, you're waiting outside, you're hoping people walk by the garden, you're sitting out there waiting for shop to come out in the parking lot, and you're sitting there like, yeah, you know, like, you know, you hope people ask you for autograph. Not a damn person asking me for autograph. Damn. <laughs> oh, shit. How oh. you feel like? I was I was there. I was at the garden. I'm on TV. Yeah, I think I'm on TV. It wasn't on TV either. But you like, yeah, I was there, yeah. You saw me, right? Everybody like, yeah. And they walked by me like I was a janitor. Oh, <laughs> God. Back. When Sharp came out, they hey! They called Sharp Loser and stuff like that. He went, oh, oh, oh. I'm the greatest well, Canada. You know, he performed right outside. And I'm like, oh, man, nobody He was one me. of the greatest jobbers in wrestling history. But truthfully. But he had some. he had some great matches. You know why Sharp became a drummer? Why is that? I'll uh, tell you. The story was Sharp probably went down south for the WWE and come back. Mm -hmm. He said, go down south for a while. We're going to send you this territory for a while, and mm -hmm. we're going to bring you back. Sharp refused to go down the territory. He wanted to stay. And, you know, they build him up. Remember, Sharp had titles before he got here. He wrestled in Japan. He was one of Hulk Hogan's tag team partners at one time. That's you know? right. I remember that. Oh, Sean wow. had a good career. But when he went to uh, WWE, oh, WWF at that time, they actually go to another territory. And he didn't want to go to the Mid-South, you know, at that time. And, oh. uh, and you know, you don't listen to the boss. You yeah. Know, they, 
number. They built Sharp up as a hill. He was going to fight Hogan at one time. And then they told him to go south for a while, mm-hmm. to, you know, bring build the character back up, you know, because Sharp wrestled these guys. He was beating people up. Uh, the most funniest moment when he had wrestled this dude and his hair fell off. His hair piece came off, the shop had it in his hand, and him and Bobby the Brain was laughing their asses off. <laughs> guy, the guy runs under the ring and his stuff, and shop holding his hair. You know, like what the hell? Uh, uh, a trophy. Is, and, you know, it's, it's like, and there was another one where um, the uh, Texas tornado his mm. boot fell off. I guess <laughs> I didn't remember hearing about that one. I did shop clothesline so hard one time his boot fell off. And, <laughs> and he has no toes. Yeah. Oh, he went on the table. I, I heard it happen several times with him. You know, I don't know the truth, but I remember shop hit him one time. I remember shop was in the back and we were all in the back and um Kirk Engel told him, nah, don't be chopping me, shop. And shop with the chopping him. If you watch it and you see him and I in my shop, you see him peeling the fucking thing like this motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Shit. Move. <clears throat> right that hurts. Just think about it. Look at it and say, this motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, that's one guy you do not want to shoot on, Kurt Angle. No. Yeah. No. Shop didn't give a fuck. Shop didn't give a fuck <laughs> at that time. He was vicious. You know, the chop, chop, he chopped you. Fuck it. He's like, I'm softening you up. Yeah. I mean, he chopped the shit out of me. I was like running from him. <laughs> who are some of the guys who are some of your favorite guys to work with at Jersey All Pro who are some of the uh, some of the guys who actually really made it big after being in Jersey All Pro who are some of your favorite guys to work with I have fun working with tell you the truth I have fun working with everybody in Jersey All Pro there was nobody really didn't like you know one guy I liked it was called Big Dog Big white dude called himself Big Dog. He can't work for me at Funhouse one time. But, uh, yeah, man, I had fun with everybody, man. You know, everybody I got in the ring with, I had fun with, man. I have no complaints. You know, I had fun. Even we met, we fucked up at certain spots. We still had fun. You know, uh, you know, I can't really complain about anybody. I have fun with everybody, man. I really love wrestling against, uh, tell you the truth, the hit squad was the nice ones we worked against. And our best was um, Dirty Rotten Scandals. If you want to say Charlotte Wrecking Crew and Dirty Rotten Scandals, we wrestle everywhere, man. Mm. Those guys, I remember yeah. that. I yeah. remember them. Yeah, we had more fun wrestling with those guys. That chemistry worked. You know, we worked. Yeah, you guys yeah. put out some epic matches together. We had some fun, man. I can't... I, I gotta admit it. 30 Rotten Scandals. I had a tag team with 30 Rotten Scandals. We had oh, math yeah. over them, man. Every company we walked into, they were there. We wrestled against, you know? And um, they keep telling us... They keep telling me I'm the one gave them their break. Because uh, they wanted us to job them out in Jersey All-Pro. And I don't do jobs. I don't drop nobody out. You know, you came to wrestle, man. So we went to make a program out of it. They were a little mad, but then look what happened. Scandals became the champions, Jersey All Pro champ. They became champions before us. Yeah. yeah I, was getting mad. I was like, yeah, you guys are traveling more than us. But whatever happened, man, was these guys. These guys were like the Charlotte Wrecking Crew. We were like mates, you know? <laughs> wow. One thing I wanted to ask was because uh, I'm a little younger kid, you know? Uh, unfortunately, I only 
know of it as a liquor store. So I wanted to ask, <laughs> what was it like working at Charity Hall? Because like I wish I could have gone to a show there. Well, Cherry Hall, let me it was like a bingo hall. At first, everybody disrespected Jersey All Pro. Yeah. You know, we was getting called kinds of names once a month warriors at that time, like every company does it now. You mm-hmm. know, um it built up. Jersey All Pro built up. We were doing things that like, you know, we was like a lot of people kept it thing that we're like the next ECW, you know, but we wasn't yeah. we were like, we're young, you know, you got to remember, you got homicide was like 20, 21, you know, you had Steve and all, all the guys who grew up, they were young babies, man. Except for me, yeah. I was always old man, but they were young babies, you know what I mean? And to, to experiment with them and have fun with them. I watched them grow up to become men, you know, they travel around the world, you know, yeah, another guy wrestled. I forgot to tell you, homicide. Yeah, oh yeah, oh, we, yeah. We that, that's that. a given. That's, yeah. Wrestling homicide is a given in Jersey All Pro. <laughs> Pretty much, you know, homicide used to be tag teams partners, and then me and Loki was tag team partners. Yep, I have so, those. When I see these guys, they don't act like they don't act like they shit is stink. You know, like they're the best thing in the world, and you suck. These guys always came out, hugged me, showed love to me, mm-hmm. you know, respect. So I, I love these guys. You know, I have nothing bad to say about some of these guys in Jersey All Pro. I, you know, I don't know how some of these guys now are, but, you know, some of these guys hit stardom, they're pretty good. And my really last student that hit TV is Santana. You Whoa. Know? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, uh, he was my last student. Chris Dickinson, another one of my students. Chris yeah. is doing very well for himself over in New Japan right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New Japan, USA. And nice. I, I, I wish I could remember his girlfriend because I met her yesterday. And she is excellent. She had Titans Championship Wrestling. She ruled. Mm, She's, wow. She, she got a nice size. She's not, and she looked good, and she knows how to work the crowd. Mm. And that's what I like, you know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I can't remember her name. I feel so stupid now. She might beat me up when she sees me. <laughs> It'd be an impromptu match. <laughs> you, know, um, you know, Jersey Pro was like a family, and then you know, right across the street was the bar. Oh yeah, the corner, yes. that corner. Yeah, we all used to go there, and I don't drink, but we all go there and bull crap, you know. Yeah, go to this thing called Chuck Chuck a Luck, right? Mm -hmm. It was a thing called Chuck a Luck, it was like a pizza place, and they had these wings that you had to sign a waiver to eat because they were called, yeah. So, we they all go down there, they all go down there and take the challenge. There's about (laughs) it had to be about 10 20 us down there. And they bought three wings, three wings. Yo, when it came out, I never had them, never will eat them. I, I, I was like, I ain't stupid. I'm old. Right? <laughs> and sweet with a heart attack eating some hot wings and calling the cops on me. It'd be embarrassed going home. I'm like, what happened to you? Why you was in the hospital? I ate some wings. <laughs> right, <yo. laughs> yeah, bring my esophagus. Yo, they brought out these bonus wings. And when they went, when they brought it out, it's like, yo, that smell like paint remover. That's how the store, and yo, they took a bite. It was uh, chaos in that store. <laughs> oh man! Holy! To watch Rovers, this girl named Lizzie. Uh, there's a lot of people. I just can't remember everybody's name. 
But oh my God, you got to see the the guy's soda it was gone. They they in that store, and I'm telling them they got to get milk and bread. They were drinking soda. I said, "All you're doing is making it harder." <laughs> you gotta put bread in your mouth, you know. Or, or I was telling them, don't get milk, get chocolate, yeah. chocolate syrup. Put chocolate syrup and let it sit in your mouth for a while. It takes away the burn a little bit, it gives you that chocolate flavor mm -hmm. a little bit. I did not yeah. know that. And, and two days later, going back to the school, and everybody, everybody, they went down bad. They came out bad. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. And they were taking little pieces. It wasn't much, but it was so little. And they were losing their minds, man. I've never seen people. And the girl, Lizzie, she touched her face. And it was horrible. Oh! And her face just light up. And you can see her fingers on her face. It was just horrible, man. It was a horrible. <laughs> oh, yeah. Damn, real life Two-Face. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think Colvin said he has the video. I'm not sure. You know? Oh, but, that would be that would be hilarious to see. Oh God, that would be, uh, that would be a highlight reel. <laughs> yes, yeah. maybe could add just... could add that to the new ouch files. <laughs> a baby son. Uh, oh yeah. Oh man, we had some crazy, crazy. Jersey Oprah had fun. We was crazy. You know, Frank was out of his mind. <laughs> we know. Oh yeah, we know that. Oh yeah, all the stories and everything. Oh, Frank was that in mind, man. Frank was out of his mind, man. It was like nobody was crazier than Frank, you know. Things that Frank do, I can't even talk about. <laughs> You're sick in the head, bro. But you know, he was loved. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I and mean, that like, hurt. That day I saw that on Jeff's page, that hurt. Yeah, that man. That killed me. He did the anniversary. It worked out, but it didn't, it was in the Frank, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, everybody showed the the one when he, they did the tribute for Frank. It was a blowout. You know, yeah. and I, I was there. After that, yeah. they tried to do the reunion one. I was on the old school guys, and it wasn't it wasn't the same without hearing Frank's mouth. You know, his yeah. son, his son had tried to do it, and his his son would have been a good wrestler too. But his son dropped out. He actually out. is. Yeah, he dropped out. He, he stopped. Yeah, he's down in Florida. I think he's doing something down there now. I think he's working down there. But I know if he wasn't, you know, Jay Keys is his best friend. This kid named Jay Keys is his best friend. I always ask about him, and he said, "No, nah, he ain't doing nothing." I used to call Frank Sun all the time. And, you know, I was really mad with him when he uh, got a school, a college. You know, I wanted him to finish college. Mm. You know, he was like, mm -hmm. "Fuck this wrestling educated man." You know, I was like, you know, Frank is my boy. You know, and then I lost uh, contact with Frank's other son, his older son. I lost contact with him. I used to talk to that kid every weekend. Mm. You know, wow. how you doing? And then we lost contact. I think he got around 13, 14 years old, and they moved, and he never got on me back, and I couldn't find him. His phone was down and everything. You know, I had his house number, or I had his cell phone at that time. You know, at that time, cell phones were crappy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very crappy. Yeah, but Cherry Hall was the move, man. We, you know, yo, we had indoor. If you had a problem, lock the doors and you handle your business. And then, mm -hmm. then you unlock the doors. Your friends after that, you know. Yeah, yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember being at quite a few Jersey All Pro shows at Charity Hall, and I seem to remember them having a doctor and a nurse in the back, because that was at the time that blood was better. Yeah. 
Blood was better at that time. Oh, that was crazy, man. Blood is better, man. You know, it was like if you didn't bleed, you wasn't part of Jersey All, bro. That's the yeah, way exactly. Going back to watching some of those old Jersey All Pro uh, clips on YouTube, the Ouch Files. Ouch Files were the greatest. Uh, there is nobody who has better reactions to the wall. Yes. Than Hanson. <laughs> oh, God, yes. Yes. oh that that kid had some sick sick reactions to people getting thrown into the wall oh, oh man yeah. i can't remember these guys they were young and they hit the wall and then one of the guys grabbed the rope while they're getting thrown and he was straight down bust his whole cranium open that was wild i can't remember they were young guys they was like kind of name i don't think they were called the backseat boys maybe i'm not sure they were okay one- yeah. At that time. Oh man, it was a lot of a lot of people don't know. A lot of people went through Jersey All Pro. You gotta think about yeah. Sabu was there. Uh Kenny uh, Omega. Omega, yeah, Omega was one of them. Yep. Uh Tristan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian Danielson. Ray Mysterio. Serial Dragon. Um, I mean, we were t- you were talking about you know your student run shows, and this is one that I I can't find the actual video for. It was called Smarks Only. It was in June of two thousand two. The reason I bring it up is because it was Charity Hall, and apparently CM Punk was on that show. That's one I want to like try to get a footage of. Oh man, there's a lot of people. I uh, think R H R R something runs the yeah R video. Yeah, our video had that, and then then Montron came in and took over after that. Because mm-hmm. our mm-hmm. our video, I, I was- got the, I got the list of notable alumni up right now, and it's just like a who's who of wrestling. Yeah, and yeah, Abdul Little Butcher. Remember Christian too? Yes, Christian mm-hmm. when he Christian uh, was there. TNA run. Yep. Prime time. Time. Yep. Always Christian loved prime time. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, the one is uh tag team champion now with all the hair on his face in WWE. Um, oh, um, Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. El Generico. No. Sami Zayn. <coughs> yeah, who who he was? He was uh, under uh, El Generico. Yeah, at the time. The first one. They both came through Jersey All Pro. Yeah, but he was the first American show he did was with us. Yes, yes, I remember uh, both Generico and Kevin have said that like the yep. first ever American shows were Jersey All Pro shows. How yep. about somebody who's doing very well on uh, AEW right now and Ring of Honor? Eddie Jay Kingston. Le- Kingston, another guy is great. Jay Lethal, another. Yep. I remember Lethal. I remember me. I remember seeing him way back uh, wrestling anyway, as a beginner. And one of the guys he was wrestling with was this white kid named Rain at one point. Rain, yes. I remember another yeah. kick that been good. Rain, I think Rain. I definitely think Clovis, uh, Clovis should been on TV as well. I think he was one of the top dogs in there. I always think he should be there. Um, Rain was another one. Uh, Chino Martinez. Yeah, I um, Chino. Chino should been on TV. You know, I you know Chino was excellent. You know. You know, I got to train Chino, so I got to help. <laughs> you got a little bragging right and there. And one, one of the all-time great Jersey All-Pro alumni, God rest his soul, Brody Lee. Yeah. Brody. 
Yeah. Really. Oh, I'm... Don't forget the Haas brothers. Yes, yes. Charlie and Russ. Absolutely. I, I still have the I still have the memorial shirt when they had the, when that show that day. Russ nice. Haas, yeah. Russ was really good. You know, another guy was getting TV spots with his brother, you know. Yeah. I was actually at the show where uh it was the great world's greatest tag team, Shelton and uh Charlie with Kurt Angle yep. against Teddy Hart and Chris Saban with Chris Hero in their corner. Yes. And I got a picture in the ring after the show with Kurt Angle. Nice. Yeah. Uh, somebody else in, who's in WWE right now from Jersey All-Pro. Bandito Jr. You, oh, Eddie Arango. Love him, bro. Bandito Jr. I talked to him very little here and there. He's, a, he's still got his head on strong. He's still a, 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 a decent person. You know, like a lot of some of these guys that become stars, they act like they're stars, you know. Uh, well, he's working as a ref now. Yeah, but I'm just saying he's still, yeah. you know, still a decent person. He's on TV all the time. He, he remembers know, where he came from. Right, right. You know, his dad is proud of him because I run into his dad once in a while, you know. Uh, yeah. Gino Senior. Uh, it's just like, you know, so many people came through Jersey All-Pro. You know, uh, Primetime was there at one time, mm-hmm. you know, Samoan Joe, Okay. You know, uh, Booker, Booker T and Charmel came through a couple of times. Oh, yes. Jay Lethal. Oh, yeah, yeah, Jay Lethal. We went to a show in Jersey, in uh, Rawway one time. Then we stopped at the Applebee's on 1 and 9. Yeah. And five minutes after we walked in and was sitting down, Jay Lethal and a couple of the other guys came in. Yep. And let's don't forget about Jerry Lawler. Yeah. Lawler, yeah. Jerry Lawler was there. So was uh, Kamala. Mm-hmm. That's right. Kamala did come through. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, and there's one, one, of, I could one of the up. cleaners, one of the cleaners favorites. <laughs> Okada. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Kazuchika Okada. Let's not forget about Tracy uh, Smith. Uh, Tracy uh, Smothers. Smothers was there. Yep. I mean, yeah. I could, I, I could see the wear, uh, shirt that uh, Will is wearing. I mean, we could always bring back that Jersey All Pro was New Japan's first big break in the United States with that East Coast tour. Because, yes. uh, excuse me, but uh, TNA, when their their partnership with TNA wasn't really going anywhere, they weren't right. doing co promoted shows. So the first ever actual New Japan show in the United States was associated with Jersey All Pro. Yeah. Exactly. You know, that was the downfall for Jersey All Pro, too. Uh, yeah. The All Japan thing. It was mm-hmm. like, you know, it was a lot of money putting that yeah. show. It was a, it kind of been, a, I wish it was like the big thing for Jersey All Pro. Yeah. But it, I think it was like the, after that, you know, Jersey All Pro faded a little bit after that. Yeah. You know, because um, I, I mean, think- that was a big show because it was, like you said, a lot of big Japanese names were finally yeah, coming over to work the United States. I mean, one uh, of the biggest titles in Japan or in New Japan in the last 10 years was created on that show, the Intercontinental yeah. title. And, you know, it's a shame that, you know, and then, like I said, after Frank passed away, it started fading out a little bit. You know, nobody can place Frank. Yeah, no, definitely not. You could duplicate it, but it's never be the same. You know, yeah, it yeah. can't be the same, you know. Uh, I give Steve Mack a lot of credit. He tried to. Uh, Jeff p- 
Pierre, they were pretty good, but it was just missing that spark. Yeah. You know? Spark. Often imitated, never duplicated. It can't. You could try, but it just didn't be the same. You know, you could duplicate anything, but it's not the same. Look at Diesel and, and, and what you call them. They did it in WWE. You know, they yeah. work out. They did the fake Diesel and uh, Razor Marone, you know? Yep. Oh, yeah. yeah. That fake. And of course, yeah. the fake Undertaker. Yeah. Yep. I mean, the only thing that, that uh, worked uh, with the fake Diesel and the fake Razor Ramon was that Kevin Nash and Scott Hall got a big pay increase because of that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, yo. And what you call him became Kane. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. He he kept his money, bro. You know, but uh, but first he became yeah. Isaac Yankum. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. Rotten teeth. Hey man, yo, they told me to be a bum in the street these days, and I'm getting oh, a good cut, Penny. I'm gonna be a bum in the street. Fuck it, I'll eat food. <laughs> I think I'm getting paid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, get, you don't care. You don't have no reputation when it comes to that getting that money. You know, you can retire. Yeah. Yeah. You know, a lot of guys came through Jersey All Pro, man. A lot of guys I just yeah. can't. Oh, yeah. There's too many to list. Cherry Hall yes. was like the the spot to be, you know. Yeah. At that time, you know, and do and then even after that, the Broadway Rec Center. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it became their second home after that. You know, because yeah. uh, problem with Bayonne with the mayor or whatever it was down there at that time. You Door. know. Yeah, and we was on Channel Nine News. We got to get on that. News. You know, the guy asking me about steroids. I said that's in every sport in business. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I mean, don't just say wrestling, man. It's every sport, everybody has their ups and downs in sports. You know. Yeah. Right. And you know what? I I want to thank you for coming on, Magic. It's it's been it, it's been fun. Thank yeah, you. it's been fun catching I, up I, with I, you, brother. Y'all to give me some hard questions. You know. You got me. <laughs> I don't supposed to be talking. I'm supposed to be shy. Uh, <laughs> we appreciate uh, that's what talking. We want. Hey, right. guys, we do the uh, Funhouse. I want y'all all to support it, okay? Oh, definitely. Definitely. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, until next time, too sweet. Have a nice, too sweet.